Welcome to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight is on Northwest Community College. And you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Here's your host, Gary Darby. Hey, good morning and welcome to the LitcoMetals.com studio. Time to do the hour we call Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. We'll discuss all things Northwest Community College. In fact, today's guests will be Anne-Marie Ross, Early Childhood Development Instructor, We'll be talking with her about things going on in that department, plus a brand new program that's coming up for those who are helping teach our youngest. We will get to that coming up in the next segment. And when we're done there, Jeremy Isom returns. He's dean of the early college programs. We'll have several things to get in touch with Jeremy about. We'll talk about the Scholastic Institute. It's a program where high school seniors graduate not only with a high school diploma, but an associate's degree from NWCC and more. So we have Anne-Marie Ross talking about early childhood development and instruction there, and then Jeremy Isom, Dean of the Early College Programs, on this show, a Thursday, May 12th, 2022 edition of the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. I hope all of you are doing well. I will say this, in driving into the studio today, Rather unnerving to hear brakes squealing, crunches of automobiles, at a point where I thought, and I was bracing for impact myself, I was on the opposite side of the highway as things occurred. It happened behind me, so I could just hear the noise of things with cars going the opposite direction. Please, and this was obviously uh, during a time of people trying to rush and get to work, get kids to school, and and do things that you normally do at about 7.30 in the morning. Part of the reason that at the top of each and every show, I encourage you to drive safely and watch what's going on and actually give you a little update from MDOT along the way with our, our, our weather forecast at the top of each show. So, please... Watch those in front. Give plenty of time for people to stop. Don't tailgate. Don't do those kinds of things that could lead into a situation wherever you are driving currently. So the weather forecast and that little update brought to you by Pickens Pest Control. We talk about them all the time. If you have a problem, all you have to do is kind of what I do. If it ever happens and and I need, I call 662-234-2207. That's 234-2207. Actually, I just go right to the man that's going to come to the house. He'll usually text message me and set things up during the normal time. And I thank Pickens Pest for being a part of not just a, a program and giving us some weather, uh, but uh, well, there when I need them. So if you need them, it's 662-234-2207, hashtag add for that one. It's 10 minutes after 9, and we'll take a peek at the weather forecast, take a break, and we'll get Anne-Marie Ross first. We'll get Jeremy Isom next, talking about all things Northwest Community College. Expect another warm day, already near 80 degrees as we sit here 10 minutes past 9. Clear skies, so we're not going to deal with any of that. We're just going to deal with some warmth and get around 90 again today. Somewhere around 3, 4 o'clock this afternoon, we'll be around 90 degrees. Tonight, 
Back around 70 for the overnight low. We will not get as warm tomorrow. Low 80s, in fact, because there is in the middle of afternoon about a 40% chance of some rain and showers coming into the area for your Friday. But today, warm, near 90, and sunny. That's what we have in store for you today. Back into the program, too, after we get done with our interviews, we'll talk about yesterday's softball win for the 13th-ranked Rangers in the Region 23 tournament. Pulled a a small upset when you're looking at these Region 23 tournaments for both baseball and for softball. Mississippi, like every other sport, has nationally-ranked teams all around. Six teams are still playing in softball. Six are still playing in baseball. Northwest has a team in both. We'll tell you about that and yesterday's win over LSU Eunice for the Northwest softball team. We'll do that. And we'll honor Connor Spencer, too. We'll kind of give him a shout-out, relief pitcher for the Rangers. He got a nice honor or two for his work last week against Meridian. So prepare yourselves. We're off and running for today's edition. And Anne-Marie Ross will talk with us about early childhood development and instruction next. You're listening to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College on Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 and stream live at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. We do welcome you to this Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Coming up in the second half of the program, we'll check in with Jeremy Isom. He is the Dean of Early College Programs, and we're going to talk about the Scholastic Institute and more with him. But now we'll talk with Early Childhood Development CTE instructor and more. It's our friend Anne-Marie Ross. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Good. Glad to talk to you today. Yeah, the the thing about uh, you being on and Jeremy being on, it's been a about a year since we have we've chatted with with everyone so let me go ahead and and let's do a little catch up if you don't mind and maria sure. tell us a little bit about how things have been going in your portion of the world at northwest community college oh well things are good um we just um we are continuing to to work to fill all the needs um in early childhood education classrooms in our area and um, and just help get those students trained and out there, um, again, into those classrooms and serving those families and children. And, and with that being said, are, are there different levels, you know, of certificates and things that you guys offer? Sure, there are. Um, well, our program is a, is a two-year program. It's an associate degree program. Um, but um, we also offer a 30-hour career certificate as well. So there's actually, I guess you could say, two tiers to the program. You can do the 30 hours and get that career certificate, um, and then you can do another year and get your associate's degree. What does someone, and, and, and take us through uh, the, the, the program itself and the individuals that are taking these classes and doing things, what's, what's typical for them? What do they find in this program? Um, well, we, we get people who are very interested in working with young children. That's what our program is all about. So 
they are students who are interested in working in uh, preschools or child care or Head Start or as assistant teachers in public school systems. Um, and these people uh, come to us, uh, these students come to us, and um, they are wanting um, hands-on experience uh, to learn how to plan and how to um, uh, work with young children and families uh, on a daily basis. So we have classes that teach them how to plan those activities, how to um, work with children um, as far as guidance and behavioral modification, um, how to work with families. Um, we even have a, a wonderful class that um, my coworker, Ms. Drumheller, teaches um, about how to plan meals for young yeah. children and how to feed them um, in your child care facility or um, in, a, in a preschool facility. So um, our, our classes cover the gamut of um, how to care for the young, the very young. I'm glad you mentioned that because I have an elementary school student who's extremely picky on what he wants <laughs> to eat. And then a three-year-old that probably is eating anything they throw at him at the daycare, sure. right? Sure, but sure. you're, you're going to have those kinds of kids in every class, are you not? And I think, you know, that is something that whether it is a daycare or a, a school system, they have to think about those kinds of things. Oh, certainly. Um, and, you know, the research shows us that uh, a child should be offered um, something uh, a certain food item about 10 times um, <laughs> to see if they will try that or or maybe they will decide that they like that item. So um, Ms. Drumheller teaches um, all the sorts of di- uh, recipes that children are that are most appealing to children, but also of course, um, what vitamins and minerals um, the children need to round out their nutrition and what food those are found in. So, um, that class is very complete um, uh, as far as how to handle that nutrition and how to uh, put it out there in a, uh, a palatable way where children will actually eat mm. the food and want to eat the food. So, um, again, one of many classes that, that really prepares students. And as we know, for some, that may be the best meal of the day they get. I know yesterday it would have been for my kids, just knowing what we did last night <laughs> at right. dinner, right? The, be- <laughs> the best thing that they got was a lunch uh, at, at daycare or at school. All right, so let me let me get you this because, again, having one in the daycare system, Sure. Do we, and I see this at the one that we're at in Oxford, because there are actual students who are trying to go through school themselves, and at the mm-hmm. same time they're working in a place like his daycare. Is that a lot of what you're teaching and seeing and have in your program? Well, it, we, it is. Um, we are we're receiving more and more interest uh, from people who are already employed in the field. And, um, of course, the state and our area, too, um, they're, everyone's looking for high-quality um, educators, for people who have the knowledge and the training and the background to work with these young children and with the families, because when you get young children, families are included. Yeah. And so, um, yes, we're seeing... Uh, quite the um, the upshoot in interest of people who are already employed in the field. And so we are trying to, um, or we have tried, I should say, 
to come up with a plan to meet that need so they can remain employed and so that we can still um, give them the education that they're seeking. Well, I think it's, it's, it's a great thing because I've seen great teachers who are doing this that have moved on, whether through the daycare experience and into a school system somewhere that mm-hmm. have yes. become great teachers, and that's, that's yes. awesome. Anne-Marie is with us, Early Childhood Development at Northwest Community College. So I know we were scheduled, and I've kind of derailed things for a while, uh, to get to the discussion of a new online program that you guys sure. have at Northwest. Yeah, yeah. Well, that uh, the earlier question uh, about these students who are already employed in the field. Um, that is what we really, um, we tried to move into something that could really benefit them. Uh, because, again, so many people want to keep their job. Um, and that job also offers um, a great uh, situation for them where they have, uh, where they can take the learning that they get from our um, classroom and apply it to the early childhood classroom that they're already in. So um, we have uh, what we have done is move the uh, first year of classes um, online. And so um, we do have that option for people who are already, again, already employed in child care. So that is, um, that's nine different classes. That is uh, 30 hours of college credits that they will receive. Um, and once they have completed those nine classes, uh, they will have that career certificate. That 30 hours will complete their career certificate. Now, after they've completed that one year, uh, they can uh, work toward their associate's degree at Northwest. And uh, they will, that is at um, the Cenotopia campus, so they would come. And then that, um, coming for that one year, um, will get them more hands-on experience uh, there in our lab school at the Northwest campus. So uh, that first year online with that second year uh, there on campus and in the lab school will earn the, help them earn an associate's degree. Uh, so we are really, really hoping that um, making this available will make uh, will be helpful for that child care employee or that preschool employee who is really wanting to uh, go back to school, who is really wanting to pursue that degree, but just is um, just is not quite able to come to campus just yet. And so that is what um, that's what we're trying to offer with that. Sounds great, and much like any other you know, realm in this world, I would assume that early childhood is looking for great qualified people to fill jobs as we speak. Uh, They are. The demand is real. Uh, We get get calls on a daily basis from different child care centers and preschools, um, head starts that are looking for these individuals. Um, they want um, they want them to have the desire to work with young children, um, and they want but they want them to have the knowledge and the training and the understanding of how the um, early brain works um, and how children learn best. And so uh, we are offering that training and we are offering that education. And so. Um, we really, we really are interested in helping make a difference in this area because the demand is so great and because um, all the research shows that if young children get a very solid foundation um, in early education, that they do so well throughout life, not only in higher education, but just life in general. So um, it's, important. it's important to everyone that children get this 
um, this solid foundation and that they are taught by highly trained teachers. No doubt. Extremely important. If you will, for those, if we've piqued their interest on this program or something, they need to get in touch. How do they do that? Uh, They can send me an email at aross at northwestms.edu. Or they can give me a phone call in my office phone. Uh, that number is 662-562-3392. Thanks for chatting with us today. Thank you so much. We'll come back and continue with this Singapore Bank Ranger Hour. Hang on, friends. This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Community College and powered by Sycamore Bank. Thanks for joining us on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. Now for the second half of this program, the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour, working with you on a Thursday Gary Darby in the LitcoMetals.com studio and our friend, the dean of the early college programs with Northwest Community College, Jeremy Isom, is on the line. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great, Gary. It's great to be with you again. It's been a, about, what, a year or so? I mean, it has, uh, <laughs> it has been, about a year, exactly. Been a little bit of time since, since we've been able to discuss things, and we're going to get into the Scholastic Institute as a whole and tell the people about it so moms and dads can know about what's going on with uh, Northwest and some of the students at the Oxford School District, but how have things been as as the dean of the early college programs overall? Have you been pleased with what's happened since the last time we talked? And is there any uh, you know breaking news or something you'd like to brag about before we jump into the other topics? Uh, yes, we've uh, we've had a had a great year. Um, we had um, had great had great student participation and uh, participation with our. Um, high school partners that we work with across our 11 county district and um, so we're, we're very pleased and we just wrapped up a, a great semester with them and um, we have many of those students that uh, will be continuing on with Northwest um, after their high school graduation here coming up in a week or so so we're we're pleased with that as well. Excellent lots of tours lots of kids on campus and hopefully a growing Northwest Community College in all of its campuses across this North Mississippi area that we're talking to. Let's get into the general discussion now, though, of the Scholastic Institute, if you don't mind. Can you remind the people exactly what Scholastic Institute is? Yeah, so Scholastic Institute um, is what we call middle college, and, and middle college is uh, it's a national term which allows uh, students to, high school students who are jun- juniors in high school, to be Become full-time college students, and they're also they stay full-time high school students, obviously, and they're working towards their high school diploma and an associate's degree at the same time. And so they're taking, you know, anywhere from 15 to 16 hours per semester um, for those four semesters, and at the end of those two years, they have earned a high school diploma and a college um, um, degree. These students that uh, we just had graduate, uh, the funny thing about them is is they actually earned their um, associate's degree from Northwest before they graduated high school. (laughs) 
Um, so which is not something that most students can get the opportunity to say. Jeremy, how many uh, students, and this is right now Oxford School District only, correct? Correct, yes. We huh? only, it's, it's something that we, can, uh, we look forward to possibly expanding across our district, but uh, right now um, Oxford School District was the first one to approach us with it, and they have been great partners. Um, We're we very fortunate to have them as our first partner, and we've enjoyed working with them. And this is the second graduating class of yes, this? Yes, we have 11 graduate um, this, um, this year. We'll have, uh, we have 18 in our third cohort that will be graduating next year. And we are in the process of um, going through that mission process with the uh, fourth cohort um, that will be uh, getting ready to start in the fall. So you mentioned that, you know, these, these students at Oxford, they're going to class and they're earning, yes, their, their normal high school uh, degree, but getting the community college, the associate's degree with Northwest. And then yesterday on the program, I had Jeff Jones with work-based learning there on the Oxford School District, and he was talking about some of those same youngsters that we're speaking of that are getting their high school diploma, they're getting their associates, and working at the same time. This is a special group uh, of young people that are in the Scholastic Institute. Yes, it is. Um, they're very dedicated, um, and that's one of the things that uh, you know, the Oxford School District does a great job of, uh, of talking to those students beforehand. Um, we talk to them as well. We talk to them um, collaboratively with the um, Oxford School District to make, th- make sure that they understand, you know, what they're, what they're going to be doing, the classes they're going to be taking. Um, and, but they, uh, all of these students um, so far have been very dedicated, um, very focused, and they, um, and, and a ve- you know, at a very young age, they already have goals in mind of what they want to achieve. And so um, they're jumping right on board and, and getting going with that. What is expected of a student? Like, what is the, the, when this person gets into what we're talking about here, typical for them as far as taking classes high school-wise and at Northwest? So they're, um, so they get to, uh, they get to, you know, pick. Uh, we have certain classes that are offered at the um, Oxford um, High School, um, classes that are just regular dual enrollment classes that are already there. Um, those students take those usually in the first semester or so. They're taking primarily those classes um, at their high school, which um, allows them to um, kind of get their feet wet um, with taking college-level courses but also staying in the comforts um, of their uh, high school. And then as we go into the um, second semester and third and fourth, obviously more and more of classes are offered there um, at our Oxford campus. Um, and also, they, students have the ability to, to take classes online. So um, nothing is really, and they, students take summer classes, and they've taken winter session classes as well. So nothing is really off limits to them um, as any other student. Um, and, they, um, and so sometimes they can take some of those classes in the summer or winter session and will actually reduce their load of what they have to take in a general sem- a regular semester, fall or spring um, so they're doing exactly what any other student would be doing. And then after the program is done, have you kind of kept up with, you know, your first class and, and what some of those students are doing, and what can this second class expect now that now that it's over? Um, yeah, so we have um, um, Oxford, um, Oxford School District has, and we've talked to some of them, and they've uh, many of those, uh, most of those students stayed in 
um, the state. Um, they're either at uh, Ole Miss or they're at Mississippi State or some of our other um, public uh, universities here in the state. Um, they've been doing very well, um, been very pleased at the, um, what we've heard, got the feedback from them. And I think they felt like they were well prepared, um, as most any student that graduates from Northwest um, goes on, except these students were 18, um, um, and they graduated. And so this group as well that's just graduating, uh, expecting expecting the same from them. I, I know they're excited about it. Uh, you could see the uh, – could I got to see some of them at graduation last Friday, um, and uh, it was um, – I could see the excitement on their face and to, to see that, you know, that's really happened, that, you know, I'm 18 years old, and I, but I'm also graduating from college as well. Um, so, yeah, so we're expecting great things from them as well. Are both of the classes, they've been in the teens, right, as far as numbers are concerned? Yes, yes. They had the first. Uh, the first two. Uh, the first one was uh, a smaller. You know, that was the the inaugural class, and this one was a little bit bigger. Um, and then this one, I think the the third one will be in uh, eight is about eighteen students, and I think the next one will probably be. Um, 20 or more. I, I think see, we'll have 20 to 25 in, the, in this next expecting that. Right, and that's why I asked the question, Jeremy, because I would think that the students there can see what this has been like and how good it has been and the success rate of these students once they get through this program and out into whatever four-year institution they want to go to, that it is going to grow and expand and become an even bigger and better thing. So now if we have parents that are out there listening, and I'll let you go after this, or we have you know people from other school districts that are interested in talking with you about this, how can they get in touch? Um, they can, the uh, parents, if they're interested in it, they can visit the Northwest website and look for early college programs, and there's a section on there about Scholastic Institute. Um, and if there are school districts that are interested, they can, they can directly contact me at the college um, and uh, through email or phone, either one. So, um, and I'm in contact with most of those in the school district, so they would definitely know how to get in contact with me. Certainly. Jeremy, thanks for your time today. Thank you. Jeremy Isom, Dean of Early College Programs at Northwest Community College. We'll be back. We'll finish up this edition of the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour right after this. talking rangers this hour thanks for joining us for the sycamore bank ranger hour it's a special conversation about northwest community college there's a campus near you and more to come and you can join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093 indeed you can it's what we do on a thursday and on this edition of the program we thank Anne marie ross for talking to us about early childhood education and Jeremy Isom for being on with us there, Scholastic Institute, and more. All of this information, you can go to northwestms.edu, check it out, find out about any of the programs we've ever discussed or anything that any campus that NWCC has 
Whatever they can offer you, you go to northwestms.edu. You can find out all of the information. Now, if you want to keep up with sports, that is the website nwccrangers.com. nwccrangers.com. Sports still going on. We've had people graduating school, ready to move on into what is next. Yet we still have some athletes wearing the Ranger uniform and doing pretty well. In that, So let's discuss. In softball yesterday, the Region 23 tournament started in Wesson, Mississippi. That's where Copiah Lincoln Community College resides. Colin from here on out. Colin hosting the Region 23 softball tournament with a lot of nationally ranked softball teams. Northwest entered. There are six teams, and Northwest was the fifth seed in the event although they're number 13 overall in the country, okay? They knocked off number 8 LSU Eunice, who was the four seed in this thing, 2 to nothing in their Region 23 opener. A couple of former Lewisburg Patriots led the way. Pitcher Gabby Dickerson, she's now 21-7 and seven in the circle. Yesterday, eight strikeouts, no walks, gave up just four hits and shut out the number 8 team in the country in community college softball. Her former high school teammate, current Ranger teammate Maddie Brower, solo home run in the fourth. The Rangers got an insurance run in the sixth on a sacrifice fly, and that held up. 2 nothing was the score. And so Northwest improves to 32-13 and 13 on the season in softball, and they'll take on the rivals from Boonville today as they will meet at 5 o'clock in the winner's bracket game. As we go to the softball bracket, just to let you know the six teams that are competing in the Region 23 tournament. The host is the number one seed, Colin. They knocked off Itawamba yesterday and advance into the second round where they will actually play the third seed, Jones, who lost their game to Northeast. It's, it's an odd scenario in the way they do these six-team brackets. But Northeast advances to take on Northwest in a winner's bracket game at 5. So it will all start today with an elimination game between Itawamba and LSU LSU Eunice. The loser of that game is out of the tournament. The winner will advance to tomorrow. Northwest, regardless win or lose in today's game, will play another one on Friday. It is a double elimination game. Oddly, the 2:30 game, the number one seed Colin against number three Jones. If Jones loses, they're eliminated. If Jones wins, then obviously they continue. Kind of odd to get a winner versus loser, but that's what you do in a 16 bracket. And then it goes nuts uh, after that as to win and where. Uh, the Rangers softball team could play. We do know this. If they win the game today at 5, they play on Friday at 2.30. If they lose the game today, then they will play Friday at 5. So regardless, Northwest will play again. We'll tell you about that on tomorrow's program. Win or lose what Northwest did in the Region 23 softball tournament at Lady Wolves Field in Wesson. It runs through the weekend. Good luck to Coach Bramlett and company today, 5 o'clock. If you are wanting to watch that one, what you need to do is go to colinathletics.com, C-O-L-I-N, athletics.com, and you can watch today starting at 5 if you're a Ranger softball fan. Ranger baseball 
still going on as well. Hernando's Connor Spencer has been named the MACCC Pitcher of the Week in his work helping Northwest stay alive after losing the first game in a best two out of three to number six Meridian. The Rangers came back to win the next two and claimed their spot in the baseball Region 23 tournament. Uh, yesterday, after earlier in the week being a na- named the Mississippi Pitcher of the Week, the NJCAA followed suit and gave him National Pitcher of the Week, and he becomes the first Ranger this season to get the National NJCAA Player of the Week honors. Connor is the Ranger closer. He struck out eight over four and two-thirds innings and helped Northwest in the second and third game of the series to back in that series and to keep the season alive. He, on the season, has pitched 23 innings in relief, 2.31 the earned run average, 47 strikeouts and six saves in the 23 innings. He is signed to go play baseball at Southeast Louisiana after this. He's 2-2 two and two and has given up just six runs in his 23 innings as the closer for the Rangers. Now, Northwest is 26-22, and 22, and they're getting ready to start in Poplarville on Monday against the number one seed, Pearl River, on their home field. And when we look into the Region 23 baseball tournament, the six teams that are playing is Pearl River and Northwest, along with East Mississippi and Jones, LSU Eunice in that one as well, with Hines. And so those are the six teams that have made their way to Pearl River to play. And all of that will start on Monday with LSU Eunice and Hines playing at noon, Northwest and Pearl River at 3.30, and then East Mississippi and Jones at 7. This is also a double elimination tournament. So the Rangers, who were floundering around 500, struggling for a little bit there in the middle of the season, got on a nice little win streak, got a win on the final regular season day and game, and then won two out of three at number six Meridian to keep their season alive at 26-22. and 22. They'll play in the Region 23 tournament. So at least two more games to go, another winning season for sure, but getting into the Region 23 tournament. And when you look at the schools, LSU Eunice has a baseball and a softball team both in the Region 23 tournament. When we look at that, Northwest is the only other team to do that along with Jones. So Jones, LSU, Eunice, and Northwest are the three schools in the entire region, 23 area, Mississippi and Louisiana, that have two teams that are playing in the Region 23 baseball and softball tournaments. So congratulations to both of those teams and hope those seasons continue with softball playing today at 5. Baseball doesn't get their Region 23 tournament started until Monday. If you missed it here on 93.7 last night, Ole Miss got a win at Southern Miss, winning in Hattiesburg 4-1. to Got a little, little edgy at the end with a couple of guys on base and uh, Brandon Johnson able to get out of the jam and get the win for the Rebels, who are now 28-19 and on the season. They'll stay out on the road. They'll drive from Hattiesburg over to Baton Rouge and get ready for the weekend against LSU. All of that will come your way on the airways this weekend. For Mississippi State, they're fighting their way through as well, trying to get to Hoover 
And so Mississippi State has some baseball coming up this weekend. We'll try to update you on that and more as a busy Friday program is lined up for us. And we get ready to, to talk about a lot of things along the way. We are going to have three different segments of guests. Friday is is packed, and it's going to go this way. Trey Wright's going to be with us talking about a health fair that's going to be going on in the Oxford Lafayette County area over the weekend with a Boy Scout troop that's doing work there. Megan Gallagher of the Yatnapatafa Arts Council is scheduled to be in to talk with us about workshops and a few things there. And then when we're done, we've mentioned this in the program a couple of times, and we're going to have a couple of people on to discuss with us the DeSoto County Household Hazardous Waste Day and the Waste Tire Recycle event that's going to be going on Saturday in DeSoto County at the Landers Center. So I have about 50 minutes. We're going to jam three different segments with guests and information at you, talking about your health, talking about art, and talking about getting rid of some bad things that we normally can't just dispose of, right? Flammable liquids, the motor oil, the antifreeze, the things you have, poison-wise, pool chemicals, whatever it might be. They're just lying around the house for those of you there in DeSoto County. The tires that are just around the, you know, the acres that you have somewhere, all that, we've got a place for them. We'll talk about that. So a big Friday program locked in for us tomorrow. Let's mention this about our our people from McDonald's again. They had the hiring event yesterday, but still, we're going to talk about the two locations in Oxford with University of Jackson Avenue. They still need help, friends. Still need help. We've talked about the competitive wages, what they will do, and and listen, they'll work around your schedule. You only have a couple of you, you maybe you're looking for that second, maybe you're looking for a third job. I don't know, but here we have opportunities for you. Flexible hours. So they're open 24/7 at both locations. I'm sure they will be able to find a spot for you if you want to work. Healthcare opportunities are there. There's 401k, there's tuition assistance. You can get in and your career can advance. OxfordMcDonald's at gmail.com. You can actually text message MS94 to the number 38000. So you text MS94 to 38000 and you can apply that way. Okay? It's all that simple. All right, we're going to be around 90 today. I got out in the yard and got a little hot yesterday and I realized it's only 90. You know, we haven't gotten into the real heat of our summer yet but it was a little sticky and a little a uh, little rough on a, a fat radio guy so hydrate 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 I'm, I'm already drinking my gatorade in case i get out and do some again today right and you're working on that please uh watch what you're doing because uh we, we, we're just not ready for it, but here it is. Uh, around 90 for the afternoon high today. We'll be back in at around 70 for the overnight low. Tomorrow, we have an opportunity for some rain, about a 40% chance on your Friday that you could have some scattered showers uh, somewhere in the middle of the afternoon. Other than that, looks like a decent weekend for us. Saturday's got the best chance for the rain, and we'll update you on all of that tomorrow as well. So we thank our guests again for being on with us for Sycamore Bank, doing the work that they do and being a part of our program and helping us each and every Thursday do the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Tomorrow, we'll get back to the North Mississippi Spotlight. And as I said, packed full of guests, 
three different segments with a lot of different information to put the spotlight on on a Friday. Until then, middays next on Super Talk. So long.